0: Six thirty Chad, this morning podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Hey, good morning. We are at six thirty-six on your Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday, right? I sometimes get confused, but it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I like to, I like to just be aware of uh, what day it is. Hope you're having a good morning and your drive is going to be an awful lot better. We'll keep you on track of chopper tra- traffic and that Valley LRT line still uh, shut down, right? Uh, from Millwoods all the way to the quarters in downtown. There Ederson, has not been an update. Pretty so much it, the whole thing.
1: It, it, yeah, it was, uh, the, the tweet was put out uh, last night, but we have not heard whether yeah. it's up and running. I, I didn't see any trains. Um, uh, well, I you gotta think- see trains on my way in, but, uh, uh,
0: We will keep you updated. If they put it out, they'd take it off. You'd think. You'd think.
1: Or give us an update saying, oh, the switch issue has been fixed.
0: Which they have not done. They have not done. They have not done.
1: So we think that there's going to be replacement buses along the, the Valley LRT line from the quarters all the way down to Millwoods.
0: Uh, this ended up being, and I guess when I stopped to think about it, I could certainly understand why. But uh, because I come from a completely different world, different uh, element of, of privilege, it never crossed my mind. That's, that's the nature of it. Did you know, though, that there's a report out that finds 56% of Indigenous Canadians concealed their heritage in order to fit in at work? Mm -hmm. more than half Want to keep keep it on the down low that they're Métis or First Nations or, or or whatever, so that they can fit in better. And that's that's a that's a sobering number.
1: It's a sad number it's as well because number. it's a beautiful culture, um, a rich history, obviously here in Canada. But there's now a lot of stigma and and shame that comes along with that. I actually I have a friend who I had no idea had First Nations lineage, and she just felt comfortable. We were talking about. Um, about residential schools, and she talked about her her dad and and his his journey going through residential schools, and it was not a good one. And she says, I I didn't tell anybody, I just didn't. And it, it really struck me, and I and I thought, why? But that who am I? I'm of German Scottish heritage from a long long time ago. Uh, I, I talk about it all the time. You know, I'm bossy and cheap, so. <laughs> I I make jokes about it all the time, but for them not to feel comfortable to to be who they are, I guess is sort of the state of where we are, but I I, I hope that's changing.
0: Uh, You hope, but there's a very good reason for it. It's going to be the fear of discrimination or the reality Mm -hmm. of discrimination. You're not going to get discriminated against because you have Scottish heritage. I'm not going to because I have Norwegian heritage. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but they, however, do not. And in fact, could probably guess that it will happen. We want to have a conversation about this with Pablo Listingart, who is a founder and executive director of uh, Commit and uh, and a leading advocate for immigrant and indigenous rights, uh, joining us this morning. Uh, Pablo, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, for jumping in on this with us.
2: Good morning, Stacy and Dario. Thank you for having
0: me. You betcha. And I guess eventually we needed to get to you instead of hearing us babbling about a situation (laughs) that we don't have to live through. But what a sobering number.
2: It is. Uh, unfortunately, it is. Uh, when we run this survey, we've been working with uh, Indigenous communities for several years, uh, along with Google and other organizations, and and we've heard those stories many, many times. But we wanted to provide like a formal context to to this uh, information. So we run this survey, and when we found out that sixty two percent of Indigenous peoples were experiencing bias. Uh, during their job search, then 59% during their daily job, and as you mentioned, 56% of people, uh, they play down their Indigenous background to fit in better. Those are really staggering numbers that, well, it is showing us that we are not doing as well as a society as we think we are.
1: What challenges do they face in the workplace when, when they say that they're Indigenous?
2: Well, unfortunately over ninety percent of them, so we are talking about nine out of ten uh, combined nine, nine out of ten people they think that uh, being who they are is preventing them from moving forward from uh, being promoted from being given equal opportunities to to learn on the job and to and to move forward and to grow right so those are some of the challenges that many people are experiencing nowadays.
0: Well, and the, you know, part of that survey also also talked about, in, in the world of IT, you're with ComIT, IT, right? And, and so yeah. 83% of Indigenous Canadians surveyed believe that Indigenous IT workers likely face challenges not experienced by their non-Indigenous counterparts. So uh, it, it can be across the board, and we're certainly seeing some higher numbers, but in certain uh, workplaces, in certain industries, in certain jobs, it would be be considered even worse
2: yes 100% we we've been seeing this and with many visible minorities uh, there are many studies around mentioning how visible minorities earn less than Caucasian counterparts right uh, but in the case of indigenous professionals well it is preventing many talented people from going into those industries uh, right uh, like we are talking about losing tens of thousands of talented individuals in the labor workforce uh, just because, well, we are creating barriers every day for them.
1: Uh, I guess, how, how do they hide it? So do they just not bring it up or are there other things that they do?
2: yes many people are just uh, not mentioning at work when when things are uh, mentioned uh, while they are uh, on their daily jobs they just uh, hide who they are they don't uh, mention their own cultural uh, situations their own cultural experiences they are removing things from social media uh, right so uh, everything that you can think of as a way of saying you want you know what like i just want to fit in so i'm going to say and do everything that is expected from me to say and and do.
1: And that doesn't mean that they're not proud of who they are.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: No, that's not. It's just that they want to have the same opportunities as as we all do. Uh, I am part of a minority, and and many times I I find myself, unfortunately, having to do things like that, right? So we just want to have the same opportunities, the same opportunities of being trained, the same opportunities of being promoted. So you will many times adapt to situations. Uh,
0: Talking with Pablo Listingarta this morning, who is executive director of COMIT, but also an advocate for immigrant and indigenous rights so I I, I'm curious Pablo about uh, you know there are there are things on a job application because there are boxes that can get ticked by some employers because they need to have certain ratios or certain numbers of people are you indigenous is and you're you're asked to to say one way or the other is because it can be for uh, you know affirmative action or whatever you want to call it is that an advantage or is that uh, is that a problem what do you think
2: well it really depends on the companies and the governments right because uh many companies as you said are having a quota to fill, right like so they they are asking uh for visible minorities to identify themselves but unfortunately all those companies are (laughs) i mean they they have people working there and people have bias unfortunately and there is prejudice and there are many things in the middle that can happen so that leads us to the thing that that we are talking about and and that is that every single executive at those companies they need to ask themselves the, the hard questions it's not about just having uh, a process or to have a policy uh, in regards to dei to to inclusion and everything it has to do with okay so we have this policy are we actually living up to it are we doing things when i look around are we actually doing the right thing or are we just saying that we are doing it?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I've talked to a medical doctor uh, of Cree or uh, Creeho heritage and he in medical school, people would just assume he was there because of his his culture, not because of how talented and how smart and brilliant and how capable he was. Are these attitudes changing at all? Because these are some really big numbers right now.
2: Uh, are they getting better? I think that they are. Uh, Again, I I come from a country in South America where, unfortunately, uh, many things are not done for indigenous peoples and it's just uh, the story and the history. Uh, In that aspect, I think that here in Canada, we are more aware about the history and there are people who are truly trying to change things. Uh, The only thing that we try to do with this survey is to say we are not that, well, we still have a long way to go, and we need to be really aware of that. And these surveys help to make us more
0: aware, and so does having conversations like this one. Pablo, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Okay, you too.
1: Pablo Listingard is the founder and executive director of COMIT and a leading advocate for immigrant and indigenous rights.